Welcome to episode one of the Toxic Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Lillian Lalu. I've created this podcast with the intention of joining the fight and spreading education about the predatory nature of the multi-level marketing business model, which you'll also hear me refer to as MLMs. For episode one, I want to create a solid framework explaining why I'm here and what I'm doing. And also, I had aspirations of completing a full five-episode season before publishing anything at all, but I feel like the current climate is changing rapidly and the conversation surrounding MLMs has started shifting dramatically. So I'm recording this episode in late April 2020, right in the midst of the worldwide coronavirus crisis. Now, anti-MLM content is needed more now than ever before. In these crazy, uncertain times, people are turning to multi-level marketing companies for solutions to their fears about money and job security. And I want to do everything that I can to help spread education about why turning to an MLM is not a good idea. So I've put this podcast production into overdrive and I'm working hard to get this episode published as soon as possible. And I figure that the remaining episodes will be inspired each week by whatever we're going through as a society. So yes, I want these episodes to be evergreen, but also topical, if that makes sense. So before you continue listening to this humble podcast, I want to make sure that you understand that there are already dozens of wonderful MLM resources available that are full of incredible reporting by talented teams of journalists. Three of these resources are so amazing that after I list them off, I want you to pause this podcast and add them to your list of must-consume media. I almost feel like these should be prerequisites to listening to my podcast, and I know that's completely wrong to send someone away from your content, but... I can do what I want because this is 100% my podcast. <laughs> so the first and shortest resource is a 30-minute segment from HBO's Last Week Tonight, hosted by John Oliver. Oh, I get it. So it's not a pyramid, it's just pyramid-shaped. You know, like a Dorito. The segment is free online. Just Google John Oliver Multilevel Marketing, and it's the first thing that will pop up in your search. The second is season four of the Illegal Tinder podcast by Yahoo Finance. We talked to three women who have really compelling sort of experiences, and now they're ex-distributors, and it's sort of their whole timeline with MLMs. The in-depth reporting is by Stephanie Asimkos, and it's very soothing to listen to. I love her voice and her deep dive into MLMs and what they mean for our society. So the MLM season of the Illegal Tinder podcast is made up of three core episodes, and they are fantastic. The last is The Dream podcast, hosted by Jane Marie. Financial freedom is just one click away. What do you have to lose? A lot, actually. And at the time of this recording, there are two seasons. One is on MLMs, and one is on wellness culture, and both are absolutely incredible, and I highly recommend them. So here is your list. You've got the John Oliver MLM clip, Illegal Tender Season 4, and The Dream. So after saying all that, how am I qualified 
to make this podcast? (laughs) The short answer is because I'm really just like you. I've experienced the effects of MLMs in real life and on social media. In fact, one in three people have been pressured to buy from a multi-level marketing company. So there was a time that I thought I was being a supportive friend by patronizing my acquaintances MLM hobbies. I would take a set amount of money to these parties and spend it all in the name of women empowerment or whatever. And we'll get more into that later on. I'm also a mother. And three months after my son was born, right when it was time for me to return to work, guess who started flooding my social media inbox? So I received MLM recruitment messages that were perfectly timed with the peak of my postpartum anxieties. And they went something like this familiar chorus. We all know it. Hey, hun, your baby is so cute. It looks like you'll be going back to work soon. Wouldn't you love to stay home with your son? I have a business opportunity that could be the perfect solution for you. So let's get coffee. How does Thursday sound? Yeah, intense, manipulative, and pushy sales tactics were hitting me really hard. And this is the worst part. I actually considered joining an MLM. I mean, I remember it very well. I was sitting in bed. I was very sleep deprived and my heart was aching about the thought of going back to work. And I thought if it's really that easy to make a lot of money just by posting on social media, maybe I'll do it. So I started watching YouTube videos from leaders in the specific MLM that I was interested in. And I started getting this really weird feeling. So not only did you get to join this business for $49.50, but you get to take advantage of the opportunity to now talk to your friends and your family and get people in as well. Something didn't sit right with me. So if you're sitting here going, I only messaged two people today. Awesome. Good job. That is amazing. Tomorrow, I want you to try to message five. The videos were sometimes sort of scolding the viewers under this veil of being motivational. My goal is to be sending between 20 to 50 messages a day. And phrases like, you have to hustle, or you've got to show up every day were used a lot. So if somebody likes one of my posts, I'll send them a message like, Hey girl, thanks for the love on my hair, skin, and nails post. Would you like more info? And also keeping a positive attitude and blocking out negativity was basically a commandment. So are you looking to lose weight or just a quick cleanse to detox? And later I learned that there is a phrase for this practice and it's called toxic positivity. And that's why I've chosen this name for my podcast. So even under my weakened state of sleep deprivation and new motherhood blues, I decided to do a little investigating. What's the deal with these MLMs? So I started researching and consuming as much information as I could get my hands on, and my eyes were really opened. That weird feeling I was experiencing watching these recruitment videos was validated. MLMs were bad news. In 2011, the Consumer Awareness Institute published a digital report called The Case for and Against Multilevel Marketing by Dr. John M. Taylor. Chapter 7 is titled MLM's Abysmal Numbers, and the Federal Trade Commission endorses this report. The report shows that the approximate percent of product-based MLM participants who may have profited after expenses is 
a 0.4% rate. So to put that in perspective, gambling on a roulette wheel provides a better chance of returns at 2.9%. So instead of investing in an MLM, take that startup money and use it to gamble on a roulette wheel, and you will literally have better odds of making money. So the report also cites MLMthetruth.com. It's a pretty basic website, but it's filled with lots of statistical reports. The fact that 99.6% of people who join MLMs lose money is what motivates me to speak out publicly. I'm not the world's greatest mathematician, but I can understand that your odds are better gambling on a roulette wheel than making money in an MLM. And everyone needs to understand this, especially society's most vulnerable people, because sadly, that is who is targeted by these scams. But also, if you're popular, charismatic, nice, approachable, you're also a target for MLM recruitment. So basically, we're all targets in one way or another. So if these recruitment efforts were happening to me after the birth of my son, it was definitely happening to other people. Now, this is probably a good place to mention a little more about my background. I'm a journalist. I majored in broadcast journalism for my undergraduate degree at the beautiful University of Mississippi. Ole Miss. And in my early 20s, I worked as a general assignment reporter for two local television stations in Alabama. In Huntsville, Lillian Askins, Way 31, First News. My maiden name was Askins. So that means I was the TV reporter you see standing out in front of the fire or the crime scene with the emergency lights in the background or getting rained on in severe weather. In Gardendale, Lillian Lalo, CBS 42. So I've covered some seriously wild and disturbing stories. So taking on the multi-level marketing business model doesn't exactly scare me. Let me tell you what does make me a little uncomfortable, and that's sharing my personal opinions. Editorializing is very foreign because in school, you're taught to never let your personal opinions affect your reporting. Your job as a journalist is to report the truth with resources from both sides of the issue. And the viewer or reader can then draw their own opinions from the facts that you've presented. So I'm sharing my background with you because I want you to understand that fairness and truth is really programmed into my soul. And I want to bring those attributes to this podcast. And a tiny bit more about my background because it might be relevant later. I also hold a master's degree in marketing communications, and I currently serve as a sponsored content reporter at a CBS affiliate station in Alabama. For CBS 42 Community, I'm Lillian Lalo. It's really a dream job for me. I still get to report, write, and produce stories, but I'm rarely ever covering deaths and destruction. So in some ways, my anti-MLM mission is scratching that journalistic itch I have to expose truth and uncover facts. At the time of this recording, I'm planning to avoid mentioning specific multi-level marketing companies by name. So you might hear me get a little specific by saying something like a skincare MLM or a nutrition MLM. So I've chosen to take this path because getting into the weeds of specific MLM companies is distracting because there are hundreds of MLMs and the companies change. Sometimes they're shut down. Sometimes they're forced to restructure because they're operating as illegal pyramid schemes. On October 2nd, 
2019, the Federal Trade Commission released a report about AdvoCare. And I'll read you the first sentence of their report. It says, quote, multi-level marketer AdvoCare International LP and its former chief executive officer agreed to pay $150 million and be banned from the multi-level marketing business to resolve Federal Trade Commission charges that the company operated an illegal pyramid scheme that deceived consumers into believing they could earn significant income as distributors of its health and wellness products. So my point is the names of these companies are sort of irrelevant. They're all bad news. They all use some form of the same predatory recruitment tactics and mind control techniques to keep people under their influence. So naming them specifically is sort of beneath what we're doing here on the Toxic Positivity Podcast. However, if there is a situation where I need to say a specific MLM company by name, I will reach out to that company for comment. And if I submit a media inquiry, I will give each request a generous 24-hour turnaround time to send back a response before I record. And side note for your general life information, if a reporter ever calls you for comment, you've got maybe an hour or two to get your response back to them because that reporter is under intense deadline pressure and you do not want a reporter to have to say they reached out for comment and have not heard back. It looks bad. It always looks bad. Respond with something. So I started an Instagram account in late 2019, and I'm using it as a platform to distribute anti-MLM information. And the Instagram account is called Lillian Lalo Loves because I want people that visit my account to understand that I am respectfully anti-MLM. I'm not going to shame you if you're involved with an MLM. You're in a safe space. And everything I say and report, I really do it with love and the best intentions in my heart. So not long after I started posting, I began receiving heartbreaking messages in my DMs from people asking for help. And while there are many resources that educate about the perils of MLMs, I do see a need in this anti-MLM space for content that offers help, advice, and understanding. People that message me feel a mixture of fear, shame, and embarrassment. They don't know how to escape the clutches of their MLM, or they don't know how to help a friend that's about to get sucked in, or they don't know how to say no to a family member that's pitching skincare at the Thanksgiving table. I've heard it all. So in the following episodes, expect to hear your questions and my advice on the issue, and hopefully some interviews with experts along the way. And I want to read part of an exchange I had with a young man named Michael. He sent me a message on February 25th, 2020, and it was really the final boost I needed to start this podcast. Now, keep in mind, I'm taking out the name of the specific health and wellness MLM, but this is basically his exact message word for word. He says, hi, Lillian. I'm leaving an MLM this week after being involved for about a year and a half. I can't afford the shake powder anymore and realized it only has a tiny amount of superfoods in it. And I'm tired of trying to force my friends and family to do a program with me. I've brought up my concerns with my upline before. And she points things back to me saying I need to do a gut check with myself about whether or not I'm doing the business activities. I'm just ready to get out. I responded in part that I was so happy for him and told him he should celebrate listening to his intuition. I wrote, 
I believe you've done the ultimate gut check. Your upline sadly doesn't truly care about your well-being. She cares about the small amount of money you bring in. Take her negativity with a grain of salt. Imagine your life free from constantly feeling like you need to hustle. You can chill and celebrate the fact that you've left a business cult with your head held high. He went on to tell me that he was nervous about leaving because he didn't want his upline to, quote, get mad at him. And I reminded him that if he loses this person as a friend, that simply shows that this friend never had pure intentions. Then he sent me a voice message. Take a listen. So I officially turned in my cancellation request. Um, so it should be processed in a day or two. And I'm excited to be done with I want to post something about leaving and how I had a bad experience in an MLM, but I'm not really sure what to say without it sounding awkward to my uh, followers because I don't think a lot of them really understand what goes into an MLM and all of the behind the scenes things about it. Um, so do you have any suggestions on how to post about leaving? So here's my advice to Michael and everyone who's worried about that feeling of shame and embarrassment after leaving an MLM. Get in front of your story, control the message, and tell the truth. So consider yourself in crisis communication mode for your personal brand. And no, this isn't a crisis situation. It's a wonderful positive situation, but we still need to make sure that you're in control of the narrative. So this is what I wrote to Michael. I said... I would make a post that basically announces that you left and explain why. This way, if your upline talks about you, hopefully others will see your statement. Tell your story. Be truthful about your personal feelings. Careful not to slander anyone personally. Keep the message on point centered around your feelings only and why you decided to leave. Many people who leave MLMs delete all of their old social media posts and never acknowledge why. All of their relationships are strained and they're left with a feeling of shame, guilt, and embarrassment for failing. Encourage open dialogue. Tell people to message you if they're considering leaving an MLM. Say that you want to help anyone that's conflicted. I think that's the most amazing way to turn this kind of situation around into the ultimate positive. So here's an example of a social media message I might write if I were leaving an MLM. And feel free to use this as a jumping off point if you want to come out to your friends and family. You could say something like, after two years, I've decided to leave blank MLM. During my time participating in whatever, I've learned more about the business model and understand that it is essentially a scam and a type of predatory business cult. Studies show that 99.6% of people who join MLMs lose money. Still, it's hard to let go of something that has been part of my identity for so long, but I know it's the right thing to do. My time with this MLM was not wasted because I want to use my experience to help others who might be conflicted or confused. My inbox is always open. So if you write something like that, you will receive messages in all sorts of directions. People will praise you and ask you for help, maybe. Do not focus on the people who are still under the clutches of 
their MLM's brainwashing powers. These people have been taught that if you fail, it's because you don't want it enough or you didn't work hard enough, which is absolutely not true. You did nothing wrong and have nothing to be ashamed of. There is power in telling your story. And I believe that your experience should not be hidden. It should be exposed and you can do it in a nice way. When I was studying journalism, I remember the professor having a discussion with us about asking for interviews after a tragedy. And people in the class were worried that it would go against human instinct to ask people how they're feeling after, you know, a tornado has destroyed their house. But my professor said something interesting that has always stuck with me. She said that humans want to tell their story. And nothing honors a person's story and experience more than giving them a platform to tell what happened and how they feel. Telling someone's story gives them recognition and validation and most importantly, a voice. And I found that often after a natural disaster or tragedy, people usually wanted to talk to me. If you walk over to them and ask them what happened with a camera rolling and a stick mic in your hand, they will usually talk to you. So if you feel like a victim of a scam, give yourself the gift of a voice and tell your story to everyone that will listen to you. I encourage you not to hide away because you feel shame or embarrassment. By speaking up, you never know who you will help. And you never know the impact that your story will have on other people. Toxic Positivity is written and produced by me, Lillian Lalo. Original music by Grace Tillman. Sound mastering and publishing by Resonant Recordings. Truly empower the people you love by sharing this podcast and the anti-MLM resources listed in the show notes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. The more positive engagement this podcast receives, the more likely it is to be used as a resource for someone that needs to hear this information. Send me an email at toxicpositivitypodcast at gmail.com and your questions may be used on the show. Remember, you're not alone. You have not failed. Let's expose the truth and make a difference.